Hi friend, do you ever need to create marketing materials easily? Whether you need to make flyers or artwork for your blog, your podcast, or any number of different things, check out Canva. Go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. I've been using the free version of Canva for many, many years, and I recently upgraded to the pro version, and it's awesome. So go to findyourflow.com forward slash Canva to learn more. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about my birthday, and not that that necessarily is the most important thing in the world, but wanted to uh just share with you yesterday was my birthday i wanted to podcast yesterday but just really didn't want to bad enough to actually do it i (laughs) but it's okay i'm here today and i spent the day yesterday with my oldest son our oldest son bradley he is an awesome little dude drops the little guy off at his um daycare and as much as I love spending time and hanging out with him, which I will do all weekend, it's a holiday weekend, I also uh, realized I wanted to be able to relax a little yesterday, and with him around, it's just a little bit less relaxing, he's about 21 months, and he's super awesome and super fun, but between the two of them, it is definitely work to be hanging out with both those guys at the same time, so uh, Bradley and I had a super nice day, we went to... I, I watched him play Minecraft for the first half of the morning, and Minecraft is, uh, I'll probably do an episode on Minecraft sometime soon, I'd like to interview Bradley about it, because it's so cool, and so, um, it's been neat having, you know, over the last, I'd say year or so, maybe a year and a half, um, wanted to start introducing video games to Bradley more, because not that that's a great thing to do, but it's not a horrible thing to do either. You know, I was thinking about, sorry about that noise, if you could hear that, um, with my childhood, and I think probably a lot of people around my age, I grew up in the 80s, and we had Nintendo, before that we had Atari, but I didn't. I don't think I actually had Atari. My grandparents got it for us, and so when we'd go over and hang out with them, sometimes we'd get play that. But uh, Nintendo was really the first big video game system that we owned or that I owned, and that was a big part of my childhood. Way more than I really realized until um, about a year ago when I picked up one of those mini Nintendos. It was a you know throwback, and it got you know 60 games and or no 500 games and uh, all the old Nintendo games and so I was showing Bradley and he was I think I guess he was probably about six when I got it and so you know he wasn't great at any of it it was kind of look you know it's still going he's a little kid and uh, so it was still fun though we were having fun playing Mario Brothers Super Mario Brothers the original and I'm playing it and it's all coming back as if I had played it yesterday. I remember all the secret moves, uh, you know, secret places and the cheat, not cheats, but like just all the hacks that you learn as a kid, like how to go to the super levels where you jump up over the thing and then you can jump, you've got options to skip levels and these kind of things. 
and it just it was like you know didn't miss a beat and it's 20 years later and uh it was and then it was like that with all these games like i started oh i remember that game oh my gosh I remember this game i jump in there my tyson's punch out uh so then um the nintendo was kind of it, it kind of got full of dust or something i don't know we had so much work going on at the house it doesn't it stopped working basically so one of my buddies at work he had the he got the uh, mini Super Nintendo, because he was hearing me talk about how cool it was to play all these old games. He got excited. He got the mini Super Nintendo, which had all the cool old Super Nintendo games. And so we started playing that. And, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out was playing that. I remembered how to beat most, a lot of the guys. I, I didn't get too far because um, I didn't want to borrow that thing forever. And I could certainly see myself playing that for hours and hours. But to see all these games that I knew and would jump into and instantly remember how to play from 20 years ago, it was remarkable because it was just like, man, I must have put in so many hours to get so good at all these games and for them to be so, so much still there in my, under my fingers, so to speak, playing them 20 years later that I could just jump right back into it and just destroy the game. So with Bradley, you know, so, and I've, I've watched this really cool TED talk about this lady was talking about the power of games and video games and how important they are and how they really do a lot of good stuff for, for people, you know, um, there's a lot of things you learn as a result of playing video games in a sense. Uh, that wasn't exactly, don't quote me on that, but that was kind of like, you know, games have value. They're not just like kids wasting time on video games, okay? Not that you should do that all the time. Certainly get out, you know, live life and all that, blah, blah, blah. Says the homebody. So, um, so it was kind of this neat thing to, you know, as he's gotten this last year, year and a half, he's gotten older, obviously, and smarter and quicker. And um, there's certain things that, if you if you played video games at all, there are things that if I gave you a brand new video game, you would start doing without even realizing that you're doing it, just because you know how video games work. There are certain certain I don't want to say protocols, but um, certain patterns or certain kind of just things that that you just know when you play video games. For instance, um, if you hold forward and uh, B button, let's say you run, and I might have the buttons wrong because so I, I just do it automatically. I don't have to think about it, right? So I'm trying to consciously think about my actions now, break it down for you. So it may be inaccurate, but hopefully you'll get the ideas of, of what I'm trying to say. So that's something you would automatically do. Um, if it's a fighting game, you would probably know that you could do like forward, forward, run. Or, um, you know, if you push both buttons at the same time, then you do the super move. Like there's all these things that you just know because all the games kind of work off these similar patterns. Oh, a lot of games, you go to the right, you run to the right, you can't go to the left in a lot of games, right? Because it's kind of like this timeline going to the right. In in Western culture, that's the direction we read. In American English, we read from left to right. And I think that's a big part of, and maybe not, but you go to the right in these games. And so when you give a, a kid who's never played video games before a controller and you're trying to explain some of this stuff, you see, like, for them, there's no reason to go right over left. So he's just trying to go to the left. And he's, like, bouncing off the, you know, there's nothing there. You can't go left. It doesn't work that way. But it's like, guy, go, go right. Go right. Obviously, you go right. And it's like, no, not obviously. You go right. That's just something that I've learned over playing all these games is that you, you go right. 
So this is, so it's like, ah, okay, yeah, that's interesting, you know. And then um, I'm trying to show him how to, uh, you know, try to jump, run and jump at the same time. Not just jump and then not just run, but run, hold the running button and then hit the jump button at the same time. Well, that's a combination. It's like a combination of moves. But most of us would do it so effortless we wouldn't even realize it. But when somebody's brand new, that's kind of a new concept maybe for them. And so all these little things that I start realizing is like, wow, this is, you know, and these things, these things are important in other areas of life. So let's say um, as you're playing a brand new video game, there's certain things you're going to probably start doing to test everything out. You're going to push this button, push that button, push this button. What does this button do? What does that button do? What do these buttons do together? What do these buttons do while I'm jumping? What do these buttons do while I'm running? What do these buttons do while I'm holding down? And you start to get a sense of all the moves available to you. Well, in real life, if you are doing something, you're trying to fix something, and you don't know what to do, you might start running down a similar sequence of tests. Like I've got part A and I've got part, let's say it's Legos. Um, and you want to, you're trying to build a, a certain shape or a certain, you know, vehicle or something. And you you can't quite figure out what pieces you need. Well, you might start strategically going down the line. I'm going to try this piece first. No, that doesn't do it. Now this piece. Now this piece. Okay. Until you get the one. So these kind of like tests of being able to test something in a systematic way are skills that you may have picked up while playing video games to a certain degree, right? And... That was really a cool thing. So now, so, you know, I was showing him these games. And then um, we got for his birthday, we got him the Nintendo Switch, which is a little video game system. And it's got this game, Minecraft. And Minecraft is a huge game. And I remember when I was teaching in the schools, a lot of the kids would play this game. And I didn't really totally get the whole point of it, but they just loved this game. And I know that there's a lot of cool skills that they can develop as a way of playing this. And so Bradley is already a very um engineer type minded kid in a sense where he really likes to build things he can take things and build things out of anything and so we want to really you know help him out with that and support that and so this game minecraft seemed like a pretty good option and so we got it for him and i'm trying to teach him how to play it i don't know how to play it this game wasn't around when i was a kid so i've got to read the instructions and i'm trying to test things you know and uh figuring it out and showing him and at a certain point i realized you know this is something that that I'm not going to be able to, you know, to show them how it's done, right? Because there's all these settings at the beginning, and I don't know the difference what any of them mean. And so I was like, man, where's the kid that, you know, knows that, that I would ask and in this situation? Like my neighbor friend, my best friend, or, you know, the kids at school or whatever. It's like, how did I figure this stuff out back in the day? And, um, you know, we didn't have internet back then. You had to talk to your friends to learn this stuff or you could subscribe to Nintendo Power and learn the cheats but that wasn't something my parents would pay for so I had to talk to the neighborhood pro right and so me and my friend Jake at, at school no at work uh we were talking about that like how you had the neighborhood pro kid you know like that was the one everybody you went to for you know advice on this game or that game and um you know it's kid the schoolyard you guys would compare notes about how to beat this guy or that guy and it was such a part of the culture growing up for for both Jake and I, and it's like, here we are, 
you know, we're both adults at our day jobs and we're, and now we're able to connect over these games that we played 20 years ago. And it, it's still like a thing. It's still part of our culture to be able to refer to certain things and know like, yeah, oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, we used to do this. And then oh, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, select, start. And these things that it's like, it's its own language. It's its own culture. And so then, so now, so yesterday, um, Last weekend, I figured out finally how to get the uh, Nintendo Switch hooked up to the TV so he can play and we can watch it on the big screen because he's been playing on this little screen and he tries to show me things and it looks really cool, but it's also like this tiny little screen. It's kind of like, you know, it's just, you know, it is what it is. So yesterday, I put on the big screen. He's playing it and he's showing me this world that he's been working on for probably months now, I guess, over all summer, basically, a couple months. And it is... It's just huge, and it's got all these really neat things that he's built inside of this world, and um, it's remarkable to see how much time and energy can go into this, and, uh, you know, then he's asking me, well, Dad, how do you build this Ender portal, and how do you do this? And it's like, dude, I have no idea. I don't even know what you're talking about. I have, so I'm looking it up online. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, he's like, Dad, you know, uh, how do I build the Ender portal? It's like, okay, let's look it up. So I look it up, I start reading him the instructions, and, uh, you know, by the end of it, I'm just like, dude, I don't I don't even know what I just read. I don't think that made any sense. I must have, you know, read the wrong thing, or this is some weird language. And he's just like, oh, that's what I did wrong. Bob, I got to go blow. And he's like, here, Dad, give it back. Blah, blah. And he starts working on it. It's like, <laughs> it was so crazy. It's like, man, I'm in, you know, I'm outdated. I'm outdated. I don't under, I don't know what any of this means anymore and he's showing me stuff and it's all fast and it's like holy smokes he's surpassed me with this game by far by far and um it was cool you know it was really cool it's like and you know he's telling me oh well so-and-so said this and so-and-so taught me that and i taught so-and-so this and it's like then you know i take him to uh brazilian jiu-jitsu with me when i'm training on on the weekend sometimes and uh you know just to get him out of the house and how he sits there and I let him play games and have a snacks and whatnot. And sometimes some other kids will be there too. And, uh, you know, boom, instant connection. Oh, you you play Minecraft? Cool, me too. Boom, they bust out their their little gaming systems and they start comparing notes and playing. And it's just so cool. And so that that value of being able to connect with these shared experiences and in these worlds where they're literally creating alternate realities and to see how here I am 20 years later, 30 years. Yeah. Probably I guess 20, 20 plus years later. Um, yeah, probably be closer to 25, 30, I guess. What year are we in? 2018, 80s, 90s. Yeah. I guess like 30 years later. How old am I? Shoot. Yeah. I'm 39 now. I had my birthday yesterday, that's right. Okay, so yeah, probably like, I don't know, 20, 30-ish years later, how those things impacted me and to think like, okay, if I put that, if I remember it that well, all these games, and there was like, you know, dozens of games where it's like, oh, I remember that game, I remember that game. And then, you know, I jump in there and it's like I start playing it and it was like yesterday. And so it's like, man, I must have put in some serious hours and I remember going over to my best friend's house and you know we'd be playing video games over there all day and then his parents would be like okay get out of the house you know go do something and we'd go play and you know whatever and then we'd go over to my house and then we'd 
play video games for a day straight. And then my parents would be like, all right, get out of the house, go do something. And, you know, so it's like, man, that was like my childhood, it seems. And it was awesome. You know, I had a great childhood. Not that it was all video games, but it was probably a pretty significant amount. And so now that I'm the parent, it's like, yeah, when the kids are driving me crazy, it's like, all right, go play some games. You know, here, turn the, go play some Minecraft or something. And it's, is it lazy? It's like, no, that's my sanity. You know, I need to, I need breaks too. They, otherwise the kids run me crazy. And so it's like, <laughs> if I played that many video games, chances are that's what my parents were doing to me and to <laughs> my brother and all the parents across the, the United States who were probably doing, but in, uh, you know, generalizing it, of course, but just like, Hey, yeah, go play, you know, go and keep yourself busy. Okay, cool. Boom. Nintendo. So, yeah, so I'm not judging it. It's awesome, I think. I think there's a lot of value in it. And last night, you know, we did play some dominoes, like physical board game dominoes. We busted out the domino set, Bradley, Elena, and I. So we, we do that kind of stuff, too. That's that's pretty awesome and special. But that's it. That was a big idea, friends. And um, the idea of being able to have – what was the point of this whole episode? I think just sharing my birthday, I wanted to get some thoughts down and – things of uh, trying to make things important and, and special and memorable. And that was it. And then we ate a lot yesterday. That was kind of the other big point. We ate a lot, took Bradley to the park and uh, to fly his drone, which he got for his birthday, managed to, I managed to leave the battery at home. I, I remembered to charge the battery for the drone, did not remember to bring it with us to the park. So we just kind of went for a little walk at the park, got some Mexican food. I ate my whole burrito, which I haven't done in a long time. And it was awesome and glorious, and I was super full. And then Elena got home. And Bradley ate his whole tostada. We picked out. We ate so much food. And then Elena got home, and we went for a super early dinner, which I did not want to do because I was still full. But with the baby, with the toddler, we had uh, we go to early dinner. So we went, and then I ate way too much there. Got home, crashed out, crashed out. It was like 6 o'clock, 5.30. Yeah, food coma, way bad food coma. But it was awesome, super awesome birthday. So, And then Saturday, I get to go spend it with my friends and family, which is going to be super special and awesome. So I just wanted to say it's been a great year. Glad to uh, be where I'm at. I hit my goal of getting six-pack abs before 40, and I got a year to spare to really dial them in, get them even more shredded. So I'm awesome, uh, awesomely stoked on that and uh, really appreciative that I've got good health and new good eating habits and all that good stuff. So... Thank you, friends, for listening. I appreciate it. This is obviously an episode just about, I guess, my experiences and this last year and actually really more just yesterday. So I appreciate you being here, listening to the podcast, sharing this with me. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you have a story that you would like to share with other flowers? Maybe you'd like to put it in a book. Well, go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club and learn how you can publish your own book or become a published author in the Find Your Flow book series. Simply go to findyourflow.com forward slash author club, all one word, and be sure to join the free Facebook group while you're at it. Thanks, friend. And until next time, be flowing.